Welcome, Domain Dave from CheapWineFatter.com. A little bit late this time. We've been having uh, server problems, not even our own website server problems, somebody else's. But it's put us back a couple of days. But here we are, ready to go and uh, rested, I guess. And today I've got a special wine in uh, many different ways. I'll, let me grab the bottle and I'll tell you what it is and I'll tell you all about it. This is the Pallades California White Wine 2019. And it's a wine from um, a very unique winemaker. The uh, man's name is uh, Sean Thacker. He passed away in May of this year, May of 2022. And he has a story to tell, and wine with a story is always better. So I'll get into this, and I'll, uh, because the story is, oh, the wine's excellent. We have the review on CheapWineFighter.com. Uh, I try to do as much as I can there, but we'll talk about it now. I'm going to take a sip, and we're going to tell the story. Back in the 70s in San Francisco, um, Sean Thackeray um, was a curator, uh, archivist, and he uh, had an art gallery. And um, he, um, he, he, one of the things he archived and curated was ancient books. And he's one of those kind of guys who would have people over so they could all speak Latin to each other. So he was reading these books, and these are ancient texts. and. He was reading wine. One of the books is from 2,400 years ago about how to make wine and all these texts from the 15th and 16th century. He has a whole archive. He has like 900 of these wine books from the past, uh, from the ancients that this is how they made wine back then. And he he read it. And he was and he used to serve wine at their wine uh, at their art gallery uh, showings. And he decided, you know, maybe I should make my own wine. You know, because it's cheaper that way, and you know, I'm kind of interested in that. And, you know, makes I might want to do it, and he did, and it worked pretty good. And he um, mentioned to a friend of his who was um, well connected in the California wine industry, and he liked it. I mean, this is the first time he made wine ever, and he sa- he said, "Let's send a couple bottles to a buddy I have on the East Coast, who happened to be Robert Parker Jr." He's the dean of uh, wine critics. He's the reason why 90-point wines, he, he gave every wine a point. I mean, he's that's why. And he he's kind of uh, the guy who helped the wine boom, where people started drinking wine like crazy. Where before, you know, before they couldn't get rid of Sauvignon Blanc, they had to call it Fumé Blanc, and no one knew what uh, Pinot Grigio was. Nowadays, all that's gone. So... I sent to Robert Parker, and Robert Parker liked it and wrote about it. So here's this art dealer who read some ancient books on wine and made one batch, and now he's famous. Or at least he's written up in wine books in the, in the 70s, like mid-70s. Look Taylor sip. So he starts making wine in his backyard. And I saw a TV show from the BBC. He has this huge, like 10-foot-tall redwood vat in his backyard, and he has a tarp over it, and it's underneath a tree. He has barrels strewn all over the place. He makes small uh, small batch wines, and he makes them the way he wants, and he always have several barrels that are um, experiments. See if it works, and they taste it. Oh, that works. We're going to do that next time. 
And he's been doing it, well, he had been doing it for 45 years. Now, it had been Sean Thackeray Wines for a long time. In 2019, Sean had cancer and he survived that. And he was 79 when he passed. So to make sure that his wines lived on, he uh, established a team that got together, learned how he did it, learned his ways, learned the books. There's, I have, um, I have links to his website where he, he donated his, um, he's donated his his books to, uh, you know, to some place where people can read them and. It, there's, it's a really interesting story. So he's making wine based on ancient ways. And if you look at the um, the biographies of most winemakers, you go on, everybody went to um, UC, UC Davis campus, which is, a, a, they have a very good wine program at um, University of California's Davis location. Everybody went there. Everybody learned the same methods. You know, it's, it's one of those things. And here's this guy who's making wine based on what the Greeks did and what Renaissance Italy did and what Renaissance France did. And I'm going to take another sip. And he did, and I was aware of his wines for a long time. There was a really kind of cool wine bar in town that closed down a while back that would have his wines on tap by the glass. I used to like to go there and uh, his, his mo- he used to do red wines mostly. Uh, the uh, Palladis red wine, he, he named his wines after the constellations. This, this, is, this is like a $25 list. I found it for $20. It has this, this white wine. It's new. I think it's only 2019. They have a white wine. They have a, a Sauvignon Blanc, another white wine, but this is a blend. And they have a rosé and then the, the classics that they do. Because they're trying to make this a going concern, and you need a rosé nowadays, you need a Savion Block nowadays. And the white wines for this Palladis white wine, he always gets his grapes from single sources. So, and I think he named off four kind of Verdales in there, Savion Blanc, a VNA, or a Marsan, or Roussan, I forget which one. And he said, yeah, just to name a couple. So there might be 10, 12 grapes in here, but he, each of the single varietals came from a single vineyard that that vineyard is known for these grapes. So this is high-end stuff made in a very weird way. Well, not so much weird, but different than everybody else. And that's kind of the really kind of cool thing about it. This is not like anybody else's wines. These are unique wines. Then this um, white wine, I've always had the red wines before, loved them. It's great. I mean, I love this thing. took another sip it has character it has it keeps on it's one of those wines that as it warms up it keeps on changing the flavors the, the nose is kind of has some weight to it but the um the flavors are all light and bright and agile and they it, it gauge your palate this is a really good wine for 20 bucks you know like um we try to do, we do a lot of wines, and the more the closer we get to under ten, like closer we get to zero, the more people like it. But this is one of those wines for twenty dollars, which is a huge bargain. I mean, um, I don't know. A lot of his wines can be aged, and I don't know a cellared, and I don't know if this one can. This is twenty nineteen. I know his Orion and a couple others are. You can they're still going after forty five years because these are not made in the drink it now style necessarily. These are not made to cut corners. These are not made to taste the same every year. These 
If you like one of these wines, buy a bunch of it now because next year might taste different. The blend might be different. You know, the Mother Nature gives you different grapes every year. So there you go. If you hadn't known Sean Thackeray, he's someone you should know. And the reason you know, don't know him because he's on his own little section of wine. Nobody else is doing what he does. And you know what? You know, these wine brands that they, he, I think there's like less than 11,000 bottles of this one. This is his big wine. You know, the, um, the ones that make 100,000, 200,000 uh, bottles a year, they're wonderful. I like those. They're the reasons why wine can be cheap. It's great, but this is a way to taste expensive wine and not have to pay a lot of money. He said that he wants to keep his wines as affordable as possible. His number one purpose as a winemaker is to produce pleasure. And he doesn't want some CEO to uh, have these wines be $250 wines and his wines will be somebody's uh, trophy, status trophy. He wants to put his wines in the hands of people who appreciate wine. And he passed on, pour a little bit out for Sean Thackeray. The, he's uh, different than everybody else. His wines are cheaper than they should be. This thing is a highly recommended by me, uh, Domain Dave, CheapWineFighter.com. For 20 bucks, I don't think, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better white wine anywhere. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm sure I don't taste a lot of expensive uh, Chardonnays from uh, Burgundy or anything, but you'd be hard-pressed to get something. This is an excellent wine. This is a real deal wine, made the old way, made ways that nobody else makes it anymore, and it tastes great. You know, um, what else do I got to say? You know, he, he said, the, uh, I read a review on it, or read an interview, or saw an interview with him. He says that nowadays winemakers are told that when, uh, you, as soon as you crush the grapes, you start fermentation right away. And he's been reading all these Renaissance uh, books about winemaking, and they say, no, you, what you should do is let the put the wine off to the side, let it rest, and then when it's ready, uh, you know, wait a certain time, it'll taste twice as good. And that's what he does. There's a lot of those little things happening in these wines. So if it, that piques your interest, try to find it. Um, you won't find it everywhere. It's not big, but he's been around forever. He's, he was around 45 years. This Pilates, um wine cup is from 2019. Uh, he, he, Sean was alive up to the 2021 vintage. This is 2019. So there you go. Uh, Domain Dave, cheapwinefighter.com with uh, pouring one out for uh, somebody who was doing it his own way and did it right his own way. And uh, that's it for us, uh, cheapwinefighter.com. Like us, we like your podcast, if you will. And uh, that's it for me. Uh, stay safe, stay warm, stay healthy, and or stay cool. And adios, I'll be coming with you fairly quickly because we had a, we have a backlog of uh, stuff to talk about. So adios, bye-bye. Take it easy, keep it cheap.